A lot of juggling. Yeah, if I'd get a letter from one of the schools that had so many fees, this, that, and the other, here I go, borrowing and juggling and shuffling stuff around like crazy. Oh, just, it was terrible. But I made it. It really do. But like my kids say, it's like a prom would come. The girls would need gowns and stuff like that, you know, hey. Like my kids say, it was five of us, but we dressed and did as well as some of the uh, singing only children, you know. Oh, yes. God, we went to picnics. I belonged to a club. And we would always go over at Grand Mariah or on the east side, up in Grafton, those various parks. We start out at, say, Forest Park having picnics, backyard barbecues with a number three tubs and what well, I know fancy barbecue pits. And of course we softball, baseball, all of those type things. And especially when the kids got up some size, somebody was always in something and and we always supported each other like crazy. And uh, it we just it was a family oriented thing. Yeah, well, we'd go to the movies and the whole bit. I know we'll forget when I was staying down in Car Square Village, my two older girls was six and seven or five and six, I'm not sure. And it only cost a dime to go in the neighborhood movie down there. And so my buddy come down and he got one in his arm and I had one in mine and they legs. <laughs> and we walk up to pay the dime and then looked at us. We get up to the usher. He was a guy from around the neighborhood. He said, put them grown women down <laughs> to get in, the stuff like that. And uh, it, 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 you was unselfish. I was the first one in my bunch of Chris and all of them. They didn't have kids till later. They had the benefit of going off to school and this, that, and the other. And I was raising children. But all of them always would rally. I had a buddy. He'd come by and as a matter of fact, when I got our first two rooms, Chris was always handy with tools. I bought a used gas stove. He installed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you used a Y a lot. That was the Ooh, yeah. yeah. That was the place. And playgrounds in the summer. Bathhouse, community centers, they call them. Yes, I did. Oh, you did. Every kid from the Pine Street Wire went to Camp Riverclay. Sure. Everybody. Had a lot of fun, too. And you went for how many Usually you'd go about a week. Another group go about a week. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, 70 years in a place covers a lot of deal. Plus, this city have taken on a lot of tremendous changes in 70 years. Lots of them. 
I would say living conditions. You know, I have some semblance of pride, been able to enjoy some of the luxuries that my parents did, you know, the hot and cold running water we take for granted. Uh, the big truck would come up and dump the coal down on the sidewalk and we had to shovel it in and stuff of that nature. Kids now don't know how to make a fire, I don't think. That was my job every night, to bank the fire and get the next morning to strike the match and put to it, stuff of that nature. And so my kids, they all take the attitude that uh, I did struggle and they appreciate it. They started pitching in buying, they, they always buy something expensive. A microwave went out the other day and I said, oh, I gotta go find another microwave. My youngest daughter said, hey, that'll be your Christmas present. She bought it. You know, they're always doing stuff like that. Clothes, good God. Mm -hmm. And they always ask me about a birthday or a holiday. What can you buy the man that's got everything? And they bought it. <laughs> they seem to get a kick out of doing it. Yeah. It does, but what it did, I told them, I said, you don't owe me anything. You didn't ask to be here. Don't ever feel that you're obligated to give me anything, please. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, she does, and she's appreciative of it the same way, but she was in that struggle right along with me. We have so much satisfaction out of seeing them be, being successful. Her yeah. Mm. And you used to get run from down there on 14th Street when I'd go try to visit her. <laughs> yeah, did your, did your parents My father wouldn't even speak to her for a long time. He blamed her for me not going up to college. She got pregnant the whole bit, you know. And I said, oh, Dad, but my mother never did buy that. She said, he's the culprit, pointing at me. <laughs> yeah, and my mother used to, behind his back, sneak and uh, give her money. What do you think about the... Uh you know, I have mixed emotions about the quality of education they would get. If it would be distributed equally and go back to the neighborhood concept and really take pride and work at it, I think it would be good. I think it would be good. They gave them something to go back for. Yeah, two and four you know, equal facilities, and not play all these crazy games, you know, give quality teachers and, and uh, the whole bit. What brought about all this type of stuff was our schools had become so inferior. I mean, really, they had. And uh, I don't and, and they play a lot of games, too, uh, with this darn thing, in that you know, well, I have some good athletes, so they would like to get some of these athletes out to some of these other schools and keep them there, be able to pick and choose yes. to a bit and stuff of that nature. Sure, sure. If, if everybody had a true sense of decency and fairness, 
this thing could work. If I move next door to you, I pretty much could afford it, and we'd be friends. And if you have children and they go to school, we see that that school is on the ball, regardless what color you are and whatnot. And I play all them crazy games. And what has happened is a thing that Martin Luther King didn't want to happen. You fight for rights, and then when you get on thinking you, you're getting it, then you get a certain arrogance then. You know, it's gone top-heavy now. We have an awful lot of hostile Mexicans, blacks, and minorities in other words. But they don't know how to handle this and fight within the system. They're taking out their hostilities on each other and everything else. And it doesn't benefit the blacks that are here either because they are being taken the Chicanos and whatnot as adversaries the whole bit. They don't want to be associated with the blacks in various things. Uh, we're going to be a sort of an Orient country, so to speak. The true Americans that was born and going to be in the minority, believe me. And, and, well, they are the sure. The, uh, sure. Well, of course, of course. But I think that God, this America, if they lived up the true meaning of it, its creed, it could be beautiful. The concept, beautiful. Forget all this darn race stuff and let's live. <laughs> <laughs> 